0: Hustle on over today. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushy is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from January 10th to 16th. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. And this is James. And today we're going to (laughs) be (laughs) doing movie news number (laughs) three. Let's start off with the box office. So, Spider Man No Way Home was finally dethroned by a movie. It's been the Daily number one for like 18 weeks straight. I'm just kidding. A a long time. And it was dethroned by Scream. So, Scream had a 3.5 million Thursday opening, well, pre opening. And then. $13.4 $13.4 million Friday. We saw it Thursday. We did our review yesterday, so go check that out. It's expected to hit about $30 million this weekend, which is pretty damn solid for a horror movie. Hey, people are going to the theaters. That's a good thing. Spider-Man No Way Home has a total right now of $1.5 billion. Sing 2 has made $193 million globally. The King's Man is at $75 million globally, and the 355 is at $8 million total globally, and those are just the most recent releases in their totals. That Sing movie did better than I expected. Oh, people love that. Yeah, yeah. It has a ton of stars in it. Yeah, I saw the Billboard. Freaking Bono's in it. The movie stars next to their characters. McConaughey's in it. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the leads. Tons of huge stars in that, so that's a big draw for kids and parents as well. And our screen review is awesome, so go check that out. It's on all the platforms for audio as well as YouTube. It opens spoiler-free for about 7 or 8 minutes and then it goes into spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen it yet, go listen to just the first 7-8 minutes and see what you think. Now, to the movie news, Start. we have we have a brand new teaser trailer for Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac's new superhero series for the MCU. They're going to release the full trailer in a couple of days during a, a one of the football games on Sunday. I believe it will be Sunday afternoon they'll release it, and so we'll get a final full trailer look at Moon Knight. There's also a shot of Ethan Hawke, and he's got like this villainous, weird long hair. So I love Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hunt. So I uh, can't wait to see this trailer. Ethan Hunt, Ethan Hawke, Mission Impossible. Ethan what? I just love Ethan. Crossover. Hunt. I just <laughs> love people named Ethan. I guess. <laughs> and we got a quick glimpse at the costume that Oscar Isaac has as Moon Knight. Just a quick flash of light for like a couple frames. Costume looks really also, cool. Also, the costume putting itself on him. Yeah, there's a shot of looks it as pretty well. cool. I hope hopefully it's it's pretty badass because I would like to see. Uh, some Marvel TV shows that are darker, more mature, more mature, yeah. and like maybe even close to rated R. Because you know, yeah, th- what we're getting is solid. But like, I feel like a lot of it's generated mostly for kids as well. I want some like adult superhero movies, yeah. TV we'll, shows. We'll, I mean, we'll see if Disney can do that. But um, it is all generally so far geared towards an entire mainstream audience. Yeah, true. So Letitia Wright, she's actually returning to Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever after her onset injuries, and she's got supposedly. Four weeks left to film, and her onset accident happened nearly five months ago, so it took her half a year to fully recover and then rehabilitate from her injuries, so is that severe. And now it says they have four weeks left left of filming, but that's just the original schedule they put in place when they started filming, so they're going to be filming a lot more than the four weeks it says in this headline story. So obviously they'll be doing plenty of things pick up shots and even some reshoots until the release of the film so it's not like they have four weeks left and then it's done I don't know who made this article but it's the original schedule has four weeks left and it seems like they'll probably get it done by November because I know we were skeptical of it when we heard the news of her injury and obviously the COVID issues and traveling so it seems like they'll be able to pull it off because, you know, I'm sure they've edited a large portion of the film probably already. Probably done a ton of CGI, too. It's probably that, yeah. did a, a lot of post-production work. So, yeah, I, I think they'll, they'll pull it off then in yeah. November. Oh, yeah. They want that. They want that November release. For sure. And now Batgirl has a movie coming out on HBO Max, and we got the first look at actress Leslie Grace in the Batgirl costume. Looks pretty awesome. This is just the first tease of Barbara Gordon's comic book character, and it's very accurate to the actual comics with the red hair and the the purple color on the costume. And fans are very much looking forward to this new take on Batgirl. Is this going to be in theaters? Or is it HBO just Max. Be on just a, f- a film release yeah. on HBO Max. HBO Max. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So Blue Beetle is going to get a theatrical release. But that's interesting that HBO Max only for the movie. I, is that the first time they've done that, I guess, for a superhero film? For superheroes. Um, well, the new the uh, Peacemaker show is the first, I would say... Well no, that's well, a show. I'm yeah, talking a show. about film. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think I think it's the first movie for a superhero, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. Um that's just the new world we're living in. It's kind of weird, but it is what it is. Uh we actually were, when we saw Scream, we saw the trailer for the new Jack- Jackass movie. <laughs> it looks so damn funny. So Jackass 4. I was we were cracking up. Crazy. I definitely want to see this. It's coming out the first week in February, right? Like February, yeah, February 4th, 4th or something like that. Yeah cracking me the hell up like you got to check out the trailer if you cuz we loved jackass when we were kids and you know, i don't think i saw the last one i think i was like "Ah, it is what it is but i think this one looks pretty h- epic and hysterical yeah we were, we were dying laughing like this this just looks like a fun time at the theaters i'm glad it's in theaters at the films at the films <laughs> denzel washington's been doing press for macbeth and he recently re- revealed that he saw tenet at christopher nolan's house in nolan's private theater uh, Nolan must have had a, a private screening for friends and family of the production of the film. He said it was very surreal to be like sitting next to Christopher Nolan watching his son in a Christopher Nolan film and also he said it was extra weird because in this more more than any other thing that John David Washington has done he reminded him of himself like he sound he was he 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 was saying this kid sounds exactly like me and obviously it's my son so he has me in him but it was just really surreal for him yeah that's when <clears throat> excuse me the last when we watched 10 for the first time i think when we did the episode we talked about how if you close your eyes it sounds like a young Denzel Washington yeah. he has a lot of the same mannerisms as Denzel obviously you pick up what your parents do and I'm sure he's watched his father's movies countless times over the years and hanging out with him and everything, obviously, all the time on set. And just seeing his acting performances. So, like, uh, John David Washington has so much of his father in him in terms of his acting. It's so funny and interesting. I want to see what Nolan's home theater looks like. Imagine if Nolan did, like, a Time movie with them two in it as the same (laughs) character. Why not? That would be cool. Why not? Someone has to take advantage of that because they're two high-caliber actors, both tremendous talents. And And it's it's like they sound exactly the same. Yeah. And you can totally believe that they're the same person. Whereas, like, I love a movie like Looper. Where J- JGL plays a young Bruce Willis. But, you know, the prosthetics, I wish they just went and just, just JGL be JGL with his face. It would have worked better. But if you have two, two actors who are father-son or mother-daughter, yeah. just pull it off. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Ridley Scott's excellent new film, The Last Duel, which is one of our favorites from the year of 2021, is now streaming on HBO Max. If you don't have it, we recommend you maybe get HBO Max for their gigantic library of films and watching a movie like The Last Duel. If you do have HBO Max, this should be your next movie to watch for sure. Uh, Of Black Panther 2, some more news. Winston Duke's Mubaku reportedly has a bigger role in Wakanda Forever. I'm assuming that all the characters have larger roles because of the loss of Chadwick Boseman, and we still have no idea what the plot's going to be about. We have no idea if T'Challa is going to be recast, if he's even, the character will even be in the movie. We don't know anything yet, so it, maybe, maybe T'Challa won't be in the film, and they're just going to have all the other characters just step up. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to explain his death, so we'll, it's very curious to see what they do, but I, I'm, I, hope, I feel confident that Ryan Coogler figured it out. He's a smart guy. Daniel Craig, while doing press, recently revealed that he actually asked Sam Mendes to direct um, his first James Bond film, Skyfall, while they were both at a party. And Daniel Craig was apparently pretty drunk when he asked him. And I can only imagine he was like, bro, you got to direct the next Bond movie. It would be sick, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You're the man, mate. (laughs) Tim Allen is returning for Santa Claus Disney, Disney Plus TV show. So the Santa Claus franchise... Is going to have a show spinning off from creator of Last Man Standing. I think Tim Allen was a really good Santa Claus. So I think he's the best Santa. That, that might be the best Santa Claus movie, like of just a movie about Santa Claus. He's the best Santa on in movies. That, that's think that's, of a better one. I can't. I don't, I don't know. He's like a perfect Santa. I mean, when Kurt, Kurt Russell's really good in the newer one. Yeah, the newer Christmas but when films. when Tim Allen is in the is finally Santa at the end of that movie, it's like that Santa Claus. Yeah, but I think the Santa Claus is the best Santa movie. Yeah, and you're right. That's probably why. So that's I'm down for that. Oh yeah. Ryan Reynolds raised over $850,000 for children's charities using a fun, viral, ugly sweater campaign that he started on Twitter. So, Ryan Reynolds always being a stand-up guy, giving back to the community. That's great, and it reminds me of when Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal—I I think Gyllenhaal was having like a a yeah. Christmas party—and mm-hmm. he said, and they said it was ugly sweater, and they tricked Reynolds to show up with yeah, an yeah. ugly sweater, and yeah. the, the photo is iconic. It's on the internet. That's what a great trio of friends. I know that must be—they just yeah. have the best time ever. Because yeah. Reynolds has worked with both of them in films, but not all three of them together. Aquaman two has wrapped filming. Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson celebrated by sharing a set photo. So. James Wan's second film, Aquaman the Last Kingdom, is done, and it's coming out this year, so I'm, I think it's November is the release date for that, right? Aquaman? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I like the yeah. first one. I think, you know, it, I'm not a huge fan of the villains in it, but I think it's a pretty solid film. Patrick Wilson's in this one too, though. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. Also, another Denzel Washington news, while he's doing press, he was asked um, if he could work with any director right now, who would it be? And he said Christopher Nolan, obviously. And he said, Chris call me just call me chris come on let's go and some more denzel washington <laughs> news he confirmed that the equalizer 3 starts filming this year sign me up i Hell love yes. both of Hell the yes. equalizer movies that he's been in so and this takes place in boston kids so it's extra fun man th- i love the equalizer he's he's, he's he's great such a badass in these movies he, i remember in the, in the last one where he's talking to the to the crew of bad guys he's like and he's I, I, I can't wait to kill you but the only problem is i'm only going to be able to kill you once or something like <laughs> that's the only bad part about it it's basically greasy and <laughs> Man on fire oh yeah crazy <laughs> crazy bear there's a new trailer for Ty West's new horror film called X which shows a bunch of adult film stars in the 70s who get terrorized by Texans on a fa- in a farmhouse and this looks like a pretty fun slasher flick. Uh, also, pretty mysterious. We don't really know exactly what's going on, but it looks pretty fun and gory. We're fans of Ty West. Uh, Anthony introduced me to him years ago, and then you know I've been a fan of his ever since. Like the House, House of, of the, the Devil. Devil, The Innkeepers, uh, The Sacrament. He's made a bunch of great, un- really kind of relatively unknown horror films. I recommend checking out House of the Devil if you like possession, ex- like demon movies. And he's just he's just a really great. I think, relatively unknown director. Yeah, which movies are all more. small, never really huge successes. So, if you're horror fans, check him out. It's so cool he's working with A24 now. Yeah. Now, uh, Red Notice was apparently so successful in Netflix that we're now getting Red Notice 2 and Red Notice 3. But successful in what? Playbacks? Yeah, streams? I yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure who asked for this because from what I saw, it didn't get any very, very good reviews at all. But um, I guess we need more Red Notice. Yeah. <laughs> and all three actors Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot are expected to return. Gal Gadot is killing it right now just like them too cuz she's also got casting as Cleopatra and she's going to be obviously Diana Prince in The Flash De- Death of the Nile. Death the of the Nile is coming out too so she's having an awesome career. And she career, was right? actually uh, speaking of Gal Gadot, she was re- she was just cast in the remake of Alfred Hitchcock's classic to kill a- I mean to catch a thief. Oh no way. I'm not I mean I'm it'll be fun to see a remake of that cuz it's a great film. And it's um, about 70, um, yeah, 70 years old. Oh my God, almost 70 years old. So it'll be fun who they see, who they cast as the lead actor in that because the movie works because of the two leads working together. Tom Holland has reportedly been asked to host the Oscars 2022 ceremony. The Spider-Man No Way home star has reportedly contacted, has been contacted by the Academy Awards after expressing interest in the job, I think he'd be a solid choice to host the awards. Yeah, because he's a triple threat like Hugh Jackman. He can dance, he can do sing. sing, and dance. I'm sure, yeah, he can he sing? Full-time performer. Yeah, he was Billy Elliot. Yeah, Billy Elliot's a musical. Okay, you yeah. right. So I'm down for that, and, you know, I'd rather them do stuff like that to get a younger audience than have a bunch of musical numbers instead, like they did and cut out a bunch of awards oh, presentations. D- they're desperate for new for young viewers, because they've just had, like, they didn't even have a host last year. And it was then, the lowest numbers ever. And I just think the host they've, Picked over the last few years, um, uh, Chris Rock did it like four years ago. I think he was the last good host that they had. Well, and then the Kevin Hart situation, yeah. where you know they had Kevin Hart, and they fired him, then they asked him to apologize to come back, and then Kevin Hart's like, "Nah, bro, I'm not Screw doing you. that." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I-, I think he would be a, a great host. Uh, it would be a fun time unless and... he has some bad tweets in the past. <laughs> 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 Tom, you better you better scrub through those tweets, bro. Javier <laughs> Bardem recent releve- re- recently revealed that. A role that he would love to take on is Frankenstein's monster. Uh, Universal, I think, is kind of uh, in the process of rebooting that classic. So if they do, Javier Bardem is the guy to call. He would be perfect. He basically played a monstrous uh, being in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie he was in. All right. What else do we have now? What's the story about Tarantino? So Diane Kruger revealed that um, when she was trying to get an audition for Inglorious Bastards, Tarantino kept rejecting her because he saw a movie of hers and hated it, hated the movie and didn't like her in it. I'm guessing it might have been National Treasure 2. Maybe <laughs> because it came out right before a couple years before In And so she was desperate to audition feeling that she was confident that she could do the role better than anyone else and when Tarantino like auditioned all of Hollywood and still wasn't satisfied with casting anyone, she flew her way. She flew her herself to Germany to meet up with him and auditioned and got the part immediately. Good for her. Yeah, she she t- took control of that situation. All right, let's see. Timothy Oliphant is set t- to Don Raylan Givens' iconic Stetson once again in Justified City Prime. Okay, so he's he's reprising his role in Justified. It's a miniseries, series and it's based cool. off of a, a Lenard, uh, Elmer Leonard novel. Whereas the character and um, a few of the seasons were inspired by the books but oftentimes like they were writing their own stories mm-hmm. based upon you know the character and world that Elmore Leonard t- created but this miniseries will be based um very loyally to this novel that Elmore Leonard wrote I bet it's really good then Oh yeah hell yeah everything justified is good Yeah but if it's based off a book now yeah. you know Because I think that was the problem with Dexter, where the first season of Dexter is based off the first book, Darkly Dreaming Dexter. Season two was very good, but they're kind of like taking their own path. But then after that, they just did their whole thing entirely. Mm -hmm. And I think each season of Dexter fell off. Yeah, exactly. For example, like Justified's great villain played by Walter Goggins, um, he was never a major role in the books. He was a minor character, but they turned him into a big villain for the show. you say Walter Walton. 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 Did I say Walton? Yeah. Yeah. Walton. I'm just saving it because someone's going to be like, It's "It's Walton! Walton." Unsubscribe! (laughs) (laughs) There's this really great comedy series coming out uh, called Murderville, which I think is a really terrific idea. Will Arnett is playing a detective, and every episode he has to solve a new case, and every episode he gets a new partner who's played by a celebrity guest, and what happens is Will Arnett and the minor character actors know the scripts, but the special guest doesn't know the script, or the plot at all, and they have to improvise in every scene with Will Arnett. So he plays himself? They all play themselves? No, he's playing a detective, okay. and they're, they're playing characters, but they're famous celebrities who are guest-spotting on the show. That's pretty funny. Conan O'Brien's going to be one of them. No way. Yeah, uh, Kumail Nanjiani's going to be are one. Are they going to be, like, period pieces? No, or it's like... a Modern Detective. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it looks like a lot of fun. We're, and so, and the special... Uh, Marshawn Lynch is one of them. <laughs> no way! Yeah, so <laughs> it what happen... I think you could get Skittles in the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta. And so what happens is... So they, they, I believe they're doing a bunch of camera setups just to capture as much coverage as possible. But it's narrative; it's not like a docu mockumentary, and. The guest has to figure out who the killer is. That's great. Yeah. I I can't wait for the Conan one because Conan is like – He's the best improviser. In terms of like having conversations and stuff like that, like I could watch his YouTube clips all day just him interacting with people on the streets or in the show and behind the scenes and stuff like that. So funny improvisational. Like that guy is hysterical. You had me at Conan O'Brien. So that sounds like it could be a lot of fun. And that wraps our movie news number 32 – Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our screen review yesterday. Again, it's spoiler free for the first seven, eight minutes, and then we get into spoil terri- spoil- spoiler territory. After that, we have some great episodes coming this week. Monday is going to be a classic. Oh yeah, film, a classic horror film. Are you we- done editing that yet? I haven't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it done. I'll get it done. You always get it. I don't done. have a day job anymore, man. <laughs> this is your day job. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't have to do a nine to five. I don't have to clock in. <laughs> Do whatever I want. All right, everyone have a great uh, rest of your Sunday. Bye. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson. We open inside a vast lair. A Nissan Rogue speeds toward a gigantic door, closing fast. Our hero says, I know this seems like your typical narrow escape, but it's not. This is a Nissan sales event ad. The door is inch closer. Will she make it? determined she grips the wheel and hits the gas the turbocharged rogue squeezes through just as the giant doors clang shut. there's no escaping summer savings during the nissan summer event now get 1.9 percent financing for 36 months on the 2022 nissan ultima availability is limited so contact your local dealer for inventory information and shop nissanusa.com hurry before these offers get away for well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on new 2022 Ultima and dealer stock. Example, 36 months financing at $2,860 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary. Subject to in credit approval and residency restrictions. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details. N7522. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a 4 dollars value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses. And get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.